Hey y'all, um, this is me, Sally, uh, episode 3. Uh, I know it's been a while since I've recorded an episode. I guess uh, it's uh, hard to really up- update when you're really going through the same thing on a day-to-day basis until there's any major changes, whether it be to your health or whether it be to the the avenue by which you try to attack it. So I've been thinking about making it for the last few weeks but uh, I guess I just never got to it for a myriad of different reasons but um, I guess I want to just update everyone um, for those who don't know this is obviously my third episode episode my first two about uh, my long year and a half battle with Lyme and um, I just wanted to say that I have um, been put on disulfiram uh, or antibuse uh, as of today Today or tomorrow, it'll be three weeks officially that I've done it. I um, I did actually put a little bit of pressure on my doctor because I was getting very stagnated and very... Uh, I very much was in one spot with uh, taking the antibiotics. I was herxing and getting the pain, but I didn't seem and feel as though I was getting any sort of real changes. Um, part of the reason could be, I was, you know, obviously, I am a big proponent of getting myself where I am. So as a result of that, what happened is you read stories of people who have been sick for 10, 12 years who are saying that they have taken um, antibiotics or natural remedies and gotten very little um, changes to happen for them. As a result, I didn't want to go down that path and be one of those horror stories. Now, obviously, everybody can say that you know there's always going to be a bad batch of people who certain things won't work for but it was it was a pretty large contingent of people that I felt didn't get what they wanted from antibiotics or even natural remedies so when I heard about this big study being done in the U.S. of about a thousand people I think who are on antibus or disulfiram for Lyme um, in the study then in 2021 I just said, you know, I've been sick for quite a bit of time. I've been on antibiotics for a few months, and I just don't feel like I'm getting as much results as I wanted to. Because like I said, I was getting a little bit better, but, like, it wasn't some sort of, like, you know, I was on antibiotics for about three months at the time um, that I stopped before starting the disulfiram three, four months. And I just don't feel much better. Like, I was feeling better, like, I had up and down. But it wasn't like, oh my god, I'm ready to go back to work. I'm ready to go back and do the normal day-to-day things, go to the gym. So as a result, I said, you know what? I'm speaking to people who have tried disulfiram, who have been sick for 10, 12 years, and who said in the month, month and a half that they were on disulfiram, they've seen more changes than in many years with antibiotics or the natural supplementation. I said, you know what? I want to get on this. So I I hounded my doctor. I, I genuinely probably called her every single day, leaving voicemails, emails. I just wanted to get on it right away. I didn't want to wait anymore because when you're ill for this long, you want to find an answer and you want to find an answer as soon as possible. You don't want to be sitting at home wondering if, hey, am I going to be better tomorrow? Am I going to be better next week? Am I going to be next month? You want to be better tomorrow. You want to be better ready today. Like You don't want to wait around and you have to take control of your life. You have to take control of what you want to do. Although my doctor was the one who did send me the article with regard to disulfiram and the 
impact that it's had on people. I was the one who's been pushing on it ever since I read that article and can have been, you know, speaking to people in Lime forums, um, in a Discord group. Um, that's a bunch of Lime people, um, Reddit, people I've discussed with, um, people that my doctors put me in touch with. You've spoken to so many people at this point and you have a good idea. You have to kind of take it on yourself, upon yourself to be like, hey, I need to, I think this is going to work best for me. Unfortunately, like I said, there's nothing wrong with Canadian doctors or doctors in general. It's just that it's such a esoteric illness and it's just not given the I wouldn't say the validity it's obviously there's there's validity to it but it's just not given as much focus as it needs to I would say for the people who are truly suffering who are truly disabled and having their life you know severely impacted for me for example I'm severely impacted I can't go to work I can't go to the gym I can't I, I can go out sometimes because of the light sensitivity sound sensitivity and pain in my jaws I can't go out for dinner without you know wearing glasses like a fool because lights bother me so much so for me I just said hey you know what I really want to get on this and I I begged my doctor and uh, I was supposed to have an so because she's so booked up she's booked up until November I had an appointment set up for end of October and then I got it moved up to September 23rd and then I decided to go back and I mean, I've been pretty good with prayer, but I decided to go back and put my head on the mat. And I said, you know what, if you can move my appointment up, God, and I know people who do this, they're like some preaching to a religion. No, this is just, I'm just telling you my story. Um, because I've, I've, I've been fairly moderate when it comes to religion. My parents are more religious than I, especially my mother, my uncles, my aunts, my cousins. They're all quite, you know, not like they're, we're all moderate. Nobody's, you know too far conservative everybody's fairly moderate but me I'm, I would say I'm more was more on the liberal side of things not that I'm not liberal anymore but I said I didn't know let me let me find some spirituality let me find that higher power so that I was emailing my doctor calling my doctor and then I decided one day I'm like no I need to make prayer a consistent thing and then I said I'm, I'm gonna pray today and I put my head down on the mat and I said and I asked and I said can I can you show me a sign that this is the answer and can you please get me this appointment earlier so I can start this medicine. Um, that was on, I believe it was September the 10th or September the 9th, one of those days, or September, it was somewhere around that, we started September 12th, September 13th. And the next morning, I got a call from the doctor's office who said, they have a cancellation, can you come in right now? Now, what obviously everybody can say, oh, that's just a coincidence. Sure, I mean, I every, it could be a, a coincidence, maybe that. But for me, I asked for a sign to show me that this is the right path for me to get better, for me to push on, push forward with my life, and to get myself better for myself, for my family. Um, and I say so since that I have not stopped praying. So again, this is not some religious talk I just wanted to put that in there I've, that's been a part of my journey so yeah I did I did uh, get the appointment that day and I got uh, the prescription that day and since then I decided not to stop praying um, and I hope that I can continue to do so because it gives me a feeling of hope feeling of of, uh, of 
it, there's a, there's a great presence of peacefulness and mindfulness when you do prayer, um, and it has uh, brought a little bit of balance on that side of things, because this is a journey mentally because you have to deal with the fact you're not able to do so many things on a day-to-day basis. Um, you know, obviously, it's 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 bizarre to me right now that I wake up and I have no structure to my day, whether it be going to work or whether it be spending time with my friends or with my family or whatever I'd be doing. And you, you, you live life, right? You go to the you go to the gym, you go for a walk, you read a book, you go to work. For the most part, I mean, obviously, I was working 40, 50 hours a week like any normal person. And then I would come back, go to the gym, you know, and you'd hang out with your friends or you'd, you know, do whatever, your family. There's so many, there's, you know, you, everybody has a normal set schedule for their week. And again, 50 hours a week, give or take, is usually acclimated for work. And now there's 50 hours of freedom for me. And that 50 hours of freedom is not doing what you usually do in your downtime. It's just you only have downtime. So, and then you're just trying to, because you're like so drained mentally from all that's going on. It's just this kerfuffle of, you know, uh, like a clarity that's lacking in your life. You know, there's like this cloud. Um, I get a symptom of like brain fog. It's like this like symptom that like everything is almost like a, it's like I'm seeing it in like a cloud, like, like there's like a, like a film layer over my eyes that cause everything to be a little bit uh, dreary. And then um, I also get, um, so I tell you, I, I've said that like, you get these knives in my head. Um, it's like what people say, it, it's like a pressure. It's, there's like a genuinely a pressure in your head that you get. And it just feels very like, just like a, like, a, like a hand is squeezing your head and there's like a pressure on it. It's not a migraine either. It's, it's genuinely like a pressure that like there's literally like someone taking like a, like a, a ball pump and they're just putting pressure inside your head. So as a result, it actually feels like your eyes are popping out of your head, your ears are exploding out of your ears. Um, and sometimes I get this weird feeling like a stone is like sitting on top of my forehead. Um, so yeah, it's just, it's bizarre. It's bizarre the symptoms that I get. So anyways, long-winded, but I am now on antibuse or disulfiram as of three weeks ago. And people are probably like, how are you feeling? Well, I feel odd. You start very slow on this medicine. You start um, incrementally because it can be very severe in the Herx. Um, I'm in touch with a, a kid who's 17 out in uh, Norway, I believe, either Norway or Sweden. And he said that the, the Herx is, is hell. Like he's like, it's so much pain. He stopped for a few days. So he started incrementally with it. Um, it wasn't really doing much for me, just a little bit of the joint pain that I usually get um, when I herx in the beginning. Um, but I'm a, I'm a taller guy. I'm a little bit like, not, not, I'm not a heavy guy by any means, but uh, I'm taller. And uh, I'm, it's, the dose is meant for a person who's 150 pounds. I'm obviously quite a bit heavier than 150 pounds. Not fat or anything like that, but I'm heavier than 150 because I am 6'1", 6'2". So... I took um, the, the regular dose that they had told me, but then a few days I didn't really get that like heavy herx that you're supposed to be getting, that a lot of people said. So I did increase my dose this last week um, closer to the full dose. And then now I've been getting this weird 
like nausea, which is not a symptom that I typically have been getting, a little bit of sweatiness, um, and that stone on my forehead, just like a bit of a, like a, like a, it's just like this odd feeling. Everything just feels like there's something going on inside that I can't really put my finger on. But oddly enough, I do feel there's like, th there's a little bit less of that pressure in my head, a little bit less of those, the ears with, I feel like the ringing in my ears, but there's like this, it feels like knife, a knife was cutting up and down the side of my head and that feels like it's dwindled down a little bit. So obviously I wish I could be like, I'm cured, everything's great. But obviously that's not the case. It's not a one day fix kind of thing. I'm going to be on it for three, four months. Um, the people in the studies that they have done, they were on it for, I believe it was four to six months before they were, a hundred, no, three, three months before they were 100% cured and one person relapsed. So, I mean, I, I'm expecting in the next week, week and a half, maybe two weeks, I'll start to see a, like another level, you know, of improvement. So obviously it's not, I'm not where I want to be. Obviously I want to be better. I want to go to work tomorrow. I want to do these things, right? So it's, it's, it's really hard to really put into words how much it sucks that you cannot do what you were able to do once upon a time. It feels like a distant memory. And yet at the same time, it feels like it was just last week that I was just going to the work. I was going to work. I was going to school. Or when I was in school, I was going to work. I was doing normal day-to-day -day things. For me to be off for a day was wild. Now for me to be off for a year just seems bizarre. I can't get up and go to work tomorrow. That's something that I did every single day for God knows how long. I have done that for the longest time. So this this sucks. Um, I wish I could, you know, m my parents have supported me 100%. My family supported me 100% as well. Um, but it's hard, obviously. They, you know, they're like, hey, do you feel any better today? And I'm just like, I kind of do, but then I kind of don't. And you don't really have a, a congruency in terms of, you know, this balance that you need to have of when you're going to be what you once were. Am I going to be that way tomorrow, next week, next month? Um, but I do feel something's going on in my body. Now, because there's been so few studies done yet on this, it's hard to really say when I'm going to start to really feel better or when I'm going to start to see. But I feel something. I feel something like something moving in a direction that I could see getting somewhere. And I don't want to get too excited and I don't want to get too not excited. It's just something that I'm just taking as it comes. Um, because a lot of people say they, they, they did take, it takes more than a month for them to really start to see the effects. So I don't want to get ahead of myself and yet I don't want to get behind myself in either positive or negative thinking. Um, so that's my update. Hopefully I'll record another episode in the next few, deep, few weeks. Um, and hopefully I'll have better news. That's what my hope is. There was actually one person that is in South Africa who has a YouTube channel and they're the, they're a reason that I really, really got excited for that self room because she's been taking it for just over two months. And she said that the hurts are really bad, um, after the first few weeks, but then she said now she has clarity which is something that, that only people who have Lyme or any sort of chronic illness with which involves any um, part of their brain can understand 
you actually feel like your thoughts are completely discombobulated. You have issues with word processing. You have issues with remembering things, short-term things especially. So she said that her mind is completely clear, which is one of those things that it only bothers us Lyme people or, again, people who have any chronic illnesses that involve their um, motor functioning or not motor functioning, sorry, their their uh, retention and those things. And she said it's it's changed her life. Um, I think she's around my age too. Um, so she's just like, yeah, two months and she just feels like a completely different person. So I, I she got me excited, but I don't want to get too excited at the same time. Um, but again, her story was similar to my story, just like the other people who were um, prior to Dysol for him as well. So yeah, let's see what happens. Um, trying to keep these short and sweet. My first episode was very long. So, um, any questions, any comments, if you want to reach out, you want to talk to me, I'm okay. I got my people looking after me, but if anybody has slime and wants to talk, feel free to reach out to me. Uh, thank you all and, uh, good luck.